It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Radio presented by the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. We're coming to you live from the beautiful Sportsbook at the Parks Casino. A belated, belated, yes. Open to the yes. Go Birds Radio Show today. Sitting in traffic on the way in. Super fun. Nothing like it. It, it. Like, it took us an hour and 50 minutes to get here from Philadelphia. No big deal. You know, sure, that seems logical, especially when you finally pass the quote-unquote accident. And it's like nothing happened. Anyway, but happy what, to be buddy? here. It's been so long, I'd have sat another I hour, know, I know, we've it. been waiting weeks. It's good to be back. Go Birds Radio is back. I'm with you. You're here. We're here at Parks. There's Eagles to talk about. Let's do it. Look at that. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I, for those who don't know, and I'm guessing most don't traffic, my single least favorite thing on the planet, mm. I'm sure I'm not alone. Two and five. The, like, like visceral hatred yeah. for it. It's not, I'm not made for it, but you know what? You're right. It was we're, a fun hour for you. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're here now. Get on the lines now, 215-592-9494. We want to talk to our people, our Go Birds regulars. Elliot and I have not been together to do a show in five weeks. Unbelievable. Shout out Ruben Fritz and the Rob and all the people and filled, filled in. in. Yeah. Excited to be back. And again, if you're a Go Birds listener, if you listen all the time, you know this. Training camp is my favorite time of the year. It's with, like, not even – I love the season. It's fun watching them play the games, I guess. But really what this is, <laughs> what this is about is training camp. And, man, I've been down there for three days now. Let's get, get to, yeah, yeah, so let's, let's get, get into it. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can co-sign the uh, training camp over games take, but I know you believe it and yes. you feel it. So let's get into it. You're down at your happy place. You've been down yeah. watching them practice, you know, three days of practice at this point mm-hmm. of, of actual football playing practice. Uh, what's your biggest takeaway? What have you, what have you seen since you've been down there? As, as again, and also real quick, if you just want to call and ask Elliot about something he's seen down there, a player, a, a whatever, you know, you get a rare opportunity. There are very few reporters who are allowed down there to watch practice. Elliot, one of the few, 215-592-9494. But what were your yeah. biggest takeaways from being down there? 
So my biggest takeaway without question after three days is I'm concerned about this passing game. Uh-oh. And after day Uh-oh. one, after day one, Jalen had a, had a really good first day. They did red zone. He had four touchdowns, one interception. I think he was 12 out of 15. He was really moving the ball. Day two, not as good, right? I think I had him down as eight, eight of 14 or something like that with one interception. So I thought today was actually a pretty important practice for Jalen because Ultimately, Dalen's issue to me is consistency. I actually do believe he can make all the throws from the pocket. I'm not in the camp of saying there's certain things he can't do on a football field. I believe it's consistency, and it's about stacking good days, I think, at this point at training camp, and he's not doing that. It was two days in a row now. He was not good today, and my biggest thing all offseason was for this, for me to really believe this team is going to be better than they were uh, last year, for me to think, okay, adding A.J. Brown matters, all the defensive talent, for me to, like, truly get behind this team as a team that can be a legit double-digit win team, I have to see them be better passing the ball. It's how I believe you win in the NFL. I think the best teams are the ones that throw the ball the best. It's why the quarterbacks make the most money. It's the easiest way to move the ball. The rules are advantageous to throwing the ball. They are not throwing the ball well at camp. Jalen, I do not believe, has had a good start to training camp. And I'm not going to throw it all on him for the passing game because, yes, the receivers are part of that, the, the, the play calling, all that, the offensive line. I just know three days in, they do not look like a team that is better at passing the ball than they were last year. And I do believe a large part of that does fall on Jalen. I haven't seen accurate passes from him. I haven't really seen him be that aggressive with the ball, which is disappointing because in OTAs, I thought he did do a good job attacking the ball down the field. If you remember, after those practices, it was one of my main things was he's really attacking the ball down uh, the defense down the field. It's now been three practices. He's had two passes, I would say, over 40 yards. One of them he under, uh, underthrew and one of them he overthrew, right? So I'm not seeing an improved passer so far in three days. I'm not seeing an improved passing attack, and it's concerning. Like, I, I know people will call up. It might even be you that says it and says it's just practice. I just know with my eyes, after all the hype from this offseason, all the new additions, all, like, the talks of they're going to win the division, I am not seeing an improved passing attack, and I find it incredibly concerning. So... <laughs> Yes, it's just practice, but that's not what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's three days. Yeah. It's like three hours of practice. Not even. And no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, barely. Yeah. I mean, you know, like it, it is. We have we have barely started this thing off. We have a month plus before the season starts. Like, I, I, I it's way too early for me to be concerned. Way too. He's got yeah. new weapons. He's never thrown the ball to AJ Brown before in practices. He's got a a, a new group of guys around. Him. I know some guys are, are have been around, but it's it's. You know, he's worked on all this stuff in the offseason. It's going to take time for him to implement that stuff in live action scenarios and all that type of stuff. I just think it's way too quickly to be concerned about Hurts. First and foremost, to the to the double-digit win thing, I honestly think that Hurts can more or less be the same player as last year, and I think they win. Yeah, games. I don't. But... I think that this roster is good enough where Hurts was fine last year. He was the 18th best quarterback in football, the 20th best quarterback in football, whatever. You can win 10 games with this roster with that guy. I feel incredibly confident about that but i think he's going to be better i think he's going to improve and just because and again he looked great on day one so he came out looked great on day one he has two subpar days and you're and you're concerned yeah and the reason i'm concerned is because the day one in the red zone was impressive again he was impressive that day but it's when they're at their own 25 and they just have to move the ball methodically down the field you know 11 yards 15 20 like just getting the ball down the field once again i'm not seeing them do that and you're right that it's three days But it's also three days in 15 games from him last year, right? Like, yes, he had moments, I thought, last year where they moved the ball well down the field. You talk about the first half of Denver. I think in the Saints game he played pretty well. There were some moments against Washington. But ultimately, 
I did not see a team last year that was consistent passing the ball. They did not go two, three weeks in a row where it's like, okay, this passing game's really clicking. They didn't even really go like two, three, four quarters with the passing game really clicking. So you were right that it's three days of practice, but it's now three days on a whole of seeing the same issue that I thought they had last year. So ideally, you would have liked to see them come out and move the ball better. And I know people will call and say, well, maybe the defense, maybe the defense. All I know is whenever it's not about Hurts, no one seems to believe in Gannon in the defense. Now all of a sudden Hurts oh, I'm not saying the defense. Yeah. So ultimately... Look, I think he could still have a good year. Of course he yes, can. Yes, I'm not. This sitting, is crazy. It's not crazy though. Like he's I, 23 years old. He's not going to be perfect every practice. Hey, this is not. He is far from a finished product. He still has a long way to go. But just because he had a couple bad practices doesn't mean that he's still not going to get better over this camp and be a better football player yeah. this year than he was last he, year. It absolutely could happen. I'm just saying that's not what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you're right. It's absolutely possible that he could. There's still a lot of training camp to go. They're going to have the joint practices. It's still, I guess, maybe a month until the uh, regular season begins. So, yes, there is time. I'm just saying all offseason it was look at all these weapons he has. We talk often about how if you remove the quarterback from it, they might have the best set of skill players on offense in the NFL, if not at least in that discussion. And that's it's not mattering. It's not mattering. Like all the completions that he's getting are short. You're not seeing uh, Devontae Smith down the field attacking defense. Devontae Smith, I think, has two catches and three practices. AJ Brown's getting a lot of work, but honestly, a lot of the work he's getting are five, six yard like outs. Like it's not being these passes down the field. Quez Quez Watkins today, I thought had a full step on his defender, and Jalen overthrew him, which should have been a touchdown. Afterwards, Nick Sirianni said he thought the Quez, I guess, wasn't fast enough or he said he was tired. But to me, it looked like Quez had a step and Jalen just flat out overthrew him. And then later in the practice, Devontae has a step on his guy, on Bradbury. And Jalen underthrows it. They have to both, like, stop, adjust to the ball, and it's an incompletion. So, yeah, of course he could improve. Absolutely. Of course he can still have a good regular season. I'm not making any bold proclamations. But I can only report and you know report back on what I'm seeing, and what I'm seeing is not a passing attack that to me looks like it's any more prepared to be better next year than it was last well, year. Well, again, I, of course it's not prepared. They're three three hours into practicing together, yeah. of course you need more time. Passing is a dance. It's about this guy being in the exact spot he's supposed to be when you're throwing it to this spot, and it's about your you know there's so many different factors and 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 obviously who's open and going through progression, so many things like. Of course he's not just going to come in and be like, boom, 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 boom. Again, he's never played with A.J. Brown before. Yeah, but that's a bit of a cop-out, like, honestly. Because he's played with the rest of the players on the offense, right? And A.J. Brown, yes, you're right, that he has never played in a game with him. But again, it's everyone coming back after time off. Like, you expect them to just come in and be like a well-oiled machine off the jump? No, that's why you practice. That's why you have training camp, to iron out the kinks, to get through the work, to get to the point where you do feel confident and you are moving. Yeah, but to me, that that, see, that just sounds like excuse-making in a cop-out. Like like this way too early. If, if If we're a month from now or or three weeks from now, and you come to me, and, and we're doing a show, and you're saying, man, Jalen's still doing this, still doing that, then I'll be like, okay, you know what, maybe I'm a little concerned. If we're getting close to the season. I'd like to see it a little more a little more tight. But it's three hours. Yeah, but you keep, say, oh, you keep saying practice. it's three hours, but what it is is it's three hours this camp, right? It's 15 games last year. It's training camp last year. Like, he's improved. He's improved over all those things. Training camp last year to the end of the season last year, like over the I'm course of the season. I'm not he really sure he did improve and, throughout it, Well, the year. if it weren't for his injury, he was improving up until his injury. And then he got hurt and it changed the complete way he played the game. We don't talk about that enough at all. Like, he didn't run the same way the last four games of the season or whatever. He couldn't move. The, and that's the thing, too, with these practicings. And I'm not, this is, I want to see him be better in practice. Don't get me wrong. But I do think Jalen Hurts, the way he plays football, it is a lot of 
you know, making things happen. It's using his athletic ability, and that's the kind of stuff that's not going to shine through in practice. You're not tackling. You're not tackling the ground. You're not doing all this stuff. Like, it is just a different form of the game than, than in-game for a player like Jalen, who's such a playmaker. Yeah, and that, that will help in the regular season. I agree. The fact that he can't escape the pocket, the fact that when plays aren't there to be made, he will likely run. And look, maybe he's attempting passes in training camp that he might not in regular season. Today there was a play where he rolled out, I believe, to his left, uh, he was along the sideline. He throws it across his body back to kind of the middle of the field, and it's easily picked off. Like, in a, in a regular season game, did he attempt that? Maybe not, right? This is training camp. Maybe he's trying it. But, again, like, the things that you're saying he can do in a regular season that will help him, and it is part of his game, those are not things I want to see all the time. Like, this Eagles offense and this Eagles team is going to be good if they were able just to pass the ball. Like, that's what they have to do. It's actually pretty simple. We can talk well, passing it isn't simple, but like we can talk about the defense, all these things. Bottom line is the Eagles are only going to be as good as their passing game is this year. I, I disagree with you that they can but, be this. But why? They had the best running attack in football last and, year. They have one of the two best running quarterbacks in football. They have the best offensive line in football. Why can't they run the ball well again? Like they, why do you well, say no, they I have think to, they were a nine win team. They were nine and seven. They gave they didn't try the last game. Yeah, they were nine they and seven yeah. as the best running team in the NFL. Why can't they be good? And, with a, and I think A.J. Brown alone makes him a better passing. If Jalen's the same guy, A.J. Brown over Jalen Rager makes the offense better. I don't understand how you think they couldn't still be a 10-win team. If he, and I want him to take a big step forward. But I, I don't think he has to take a massive step forward for them to be a better football team this year based on the roster. Yeah, so I do, and that's because, yes, you're right that last year they were able, they were able to do that. But what happened in the playoff game? And I'm not trying to completely overreact to one playoff game because it was on the road. It was their first regular uh, playoff game. It was Jalen's first playoff game. So I don't think that's who Jalen is. I don't think that's who the Eagles are. I think they're better than what they showed in the playoffs. But what I think it did show was when like this season and like now teams know how to stop them. They're just going to stack the box and they're going to make them throw the ball. And I don't have the confidence they can do that yet. Doesn't mean but why they can't. No other team do that the rest of the season. They know what the Eagles were doing a few weeks into their running well, game. Well, they were like, playing bad teams. No, at, first of, of all, Suo Pettit, right guard in the playoff game. We don't talk about that enough. We talk about with the best offensive line in football. And that was the best thing the Eagles had. It wasn't that offensive line in the playoff. We don't ever mention that. Yeah. That matters. Jalen, again, was not the same physically. He had surgery after the season in the playoff game. We never give him that benefit of the doubt. Like, I just think we go so far with it. And again, I don't, I'm not sure Jalen Hurts is going to be a star. I'm not sure he's the long-term answer. But I think sometimes we go too far with the concerned about every little thing he does wrong instead of looking at the bigger but picture I don't think and that's, the growth that's right. coming. So, I, but I don't, think that, I don't think that's what I'm doing, though. I think what I'm focusing on is not a little thing. It's not a. It's the fact that it's three with, hours. No, no, no. It's with him. And court. one of them was good. I'm sorry. Two bad hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was two bad practices. Two I, bad hours. I like your, uh, your debate tactic <laughs> here of calling them hours. It's, it's very it dismissive it and good, I'll admit. But, but ultimately, what it is is it's they practiced three times, and two of them, the passing game has not been good. And frankly, for what's worth, I did think he was really good day one. I'm not going to back off that. A lot of other reporters did it. I did. But I just know that being down there for three days, it has not been the Jalen Hurts coming out party that I think everybody was hoping for. 215 Does it concern you hearing that Hurts has struggled a bit to start camp? And like I said before, Elliot has had the opportunity to be down there for – all three practices the Eagles have had so far. One of the few people you could actually call up and talk to and say, hey, how's N'Kobe Dean look? Hey, what's going on with this Miles Sanders thing? Hey, is A.J. Brown as good as we think? All that stuff. Any of those questions, fire him Elliot's way. He'd be happy to answer them. 215 592 I'll start it out where we always do today, even though for this particular topic, 
I know he's not going to be on my side. Yeah. But you know what? He's our guy, and I'm going to do it anyway. It's what we do every single day. Usually 20 minutes ago, but at this time, metaphorically in the show, we go to Abington and talk to our good buddy Tom. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas. How we doing? What up, Tom? Good to hear from you, man. I haven't talked to you uh, in a minute. Well, actually, this is uh, Jared from Abington. Tom this does not sound like yeah, Tom. This is ah, not. Yeah, this is He's a little He's uh, stuck in traffic right now. Oh, uh, but, yeah. uh, what a bit, Jared, Tom, Odier, Tommy. It's really so well done. Time. That was good. Jared, good to talk to you again, buddy. I haven't seen you since a <laughs> baseball game. That was good work. Well, you guys provide the content. How are you? You guys are over a, a, a month apart from each other, and you're late for the show? I know. Trust and me. we left yeah. with Shane. plenty of time. See, here's the problem, Shane. Tom. When you're one of the hardest working Shane. people in media, and you go to practice and then do the radio yeah. show, unfortunately, things like this happen. We, le- uh, we left with way more than enough. Yeah. Time. Well, like, I'll tell more. you what, uh, Elliot, it's good James was in the car with you, because if you guys had gotten a flat tire, he could have changed yeah. it. There would have been no go birds today. I've been waiting for AAA on the side of the road. Can you believe that, James? He doesn't know how to change a tire. Sadly, yes. But what I don't get, Tom, so Tom texted me this. He's like, I can't believe you can't change a tire. I'm like, what about me makes you think that I was Uh, able to change a tire? Right, but I'm I'm very big on, like, I'm with you, Tom, in the sense that I honestly think everyone should know how to change a tire. Like, for their own safety. Like, like, I will not let Zoe drive a car until she knows how to change a tire. I'd rather She will not take a car out by herself. Just like everybody should know how to swim. Yeah, exactly right, Tom. Exactly yep. right. What a random comparison. What well, no, the idea that you know, you're supposed to in case you're in a Why wouldn't you rather just have a professional change of the tire? Because you have to wait two hours yeah, for them to come. Right. You have to pay for it. Like, yeah. you, know, you could be out of there in 10 minutes. What are you talking about? I wouldn't be out of there in 10 minutes. I can tell you that much. I bet my life I'd never be able to change a tire in 10 minutes, no matter how hard I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how. No, especially because it's a waste so of time. Tom. Like changing a tire is like simple. You you jack it up, you take the bolts off, you put the other bolts on, boom, you're done. It is yep, as simple yeah. an Just activity as there the, is. Yeah, no, it's not simple. But Tom, anyway, it is good to hear. <laughs> What's on your mind, yeah, Tom? Sorry, so um, my commentary may be peppered with a few hot takes. Better be warned. Okay. Love it. Love it. All right. So, um, it, it's so crazy. Me and you, James, we kind of like flipped positions here because I used to make excuses for Wentz. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they're making excuses for uh, Jalen. I'm not making excuses. And again, I even said if we're having this same discussion in three weeks, I won't have the mm. same position. It's been two hours of bad practice. Like, I, I'm just it's not, been two practices. You I, can't I think say, it's yeah. insane to be Semantic. concerned this quickly. Well, here's the deal. And I'll give you guys my biggest fear for the season. You guys know how I feel about Mr. Intangibles. It's, I, I, I just I think he is what he is. Uh, and I'm very concerned about that. But I'm concerned that we have Nick being coach intangibles. Like, everybody likes him. I seem to follow him. But is he a good head coach? So it's interesting you asked that, Tom. I was uh, discussing this today at practice with somebody. And I'll throw this question back at you guys. Does Nick give them an advantage on Sundays? Like, I think Nick is a great leader. I think he, you know, Mr. Intangibles, it's funny. You're right. That could apply to him as well. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think on Sunday, Nick Sirianni gives them an advantage? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know either. Yeah. I honestly don't know. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, think it's a no. Like, I'm not it's at a not camp. Of, no, but it's not a definitive yes yeah. either. So, yeah, it's a good yeah, question. So, um, I think the Cowboys fall apart this year. I think the Eagles will be battling it out with the Cowboys. Oh, that is a hot take, Tommy. I like it. Okay. I actually don't think the Cowboys are going to fall apart. I think that we've all gone a little above, like a little far past dismissing the Cowboys. I'm not saying that they're going to be like a 14-win team, but 
First of all, they smack the Eagles around every time they play the Eagles. Yep. And they do have the better quarterback. So, like, I don't know. The Ross, Eagles roster is better. I don't think it's like I got two better. words for you. Mike McCarthy. I'm with you, Tommy. That well, you started your call talking about how you're concerned with the Eagles uh, head Let's coach, put it this so. way. You just asked me if I think Sirianni gives him an advantage on Sundays. I know for a fact McCarthy is a disadvantage on yeah. Sundays. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I got the I got the birds going 9-8. and eight. That's, that's my uh, – my final tally, and I see two guys taking a step forward. I see and now one guy is Jordan Mailata. That's an easy one, but I think, I think he's going to be a uh, pro bowler this year. I yeah. But I also think Jalen Rager takes a step forward. And oh, I know the bar is low, guys. I know the bar is low, but I think takes, Tommy. Because, look, he's what, the fifth receiver? The, the point yeah. no anything is a step forward? Yeah. Well, I think he's going to show us a little something-something, which would be a step forward. Tommy, what a pleasure. Hi, fellas. Have a good weekend. We'll good talk to you next week. Great call. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, the Rager over under for catches this year would have to be set at, like, 12. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, he's not going to play unless somebody gets hurt. I, mean, we, I, I think he's making the roster, but, like, it's still not a lock he makes the roster even. So. I don't think it's a lock, but I am more in your You're camp in my that, camp yeah, I think he that he is going to make the team. All right, 215-592-9494. Where do you come down? This hurts thing. Be concerned after a couple days of bad practices from Jalen. And, again, is there anything you want to ask Elliot about? He's been down there seeing the practices. I'll tell you what I'm going to ask him about next. Miles Sanders. Yeah. So that's coming up a lot. Of, a lot of Miles Sanders smoke down there. We'll get to that coming up as well as well as your calls at 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. And let me ask you, today your lucky day? You bet, because the new Bet Parks app is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. It's fun to use and faster to win than ever before. Check out at Bet Parks on Twitter and also the app for special odds boosts and specials, uh, player specials on all your favorite sports. And join us right now on the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Bet all your favorite sports and play all your favorite casino games for real money you can bet on anything and everything baseball action obviously football futures coming up and then once the season starts the week-to-week betting is unbeatable download the app now on the app store google play store or at betparks.com the all-new betparks app where users can choose between a $20 casino bonus or a $20 free sports bet the betparks casino and sportsbook app where odds bet slots and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app. Plus, live in-game betting lets you bet while you watch. Ah, Moshe Kravitz. See, that's why Moshe's a great producer. Yeah. See, this is some, some good work. For those that don't know, Elliot Shore Parks rapping this at his wedding. I did. It was yes. a very good job by you. Well, apparently else, I, you weren't there. I, which is unbelievable. I, know, I must have been in the bathroom or something, yeah. which kills my soul. Because I, I would have just jumped up yeah. on stage with you if I had been there. Yeah. But I watched the video. Very good. I think your presence may be better than your rapping. You know, you, you, you brought Many it. Many say that, You yeah. brought it. But on the whole, nice job by you. Thank you. And I nice, appreciate nice that. Nice job yeah. by Moshe Kravitz, you know, paying attention I, to stuff. I, I was listening to your uh, to your welcome, you nice. know, your back together nice. pod the other Love day. It. Yes. Love it. And, uh, and I heard you guys talking about it. And, and, and Elliot, there's been a few times where I've said, like, you know, what kind of music are you into? I know James' type of music. So yeah. when I had the opportunity to play a song that you actually like, I was like, <laughs> all right, all right, this is going to work. This is Especially a new Especially one that's it. good, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Most of the time. <laughs> it's not Spice Girls. Exactly. I, it, it, well, we did do Spice me. Girls later on stage. Um, that's just not <laughs> as talked about. Um, I have a question for you, James. Nice job, Moshe. Yes. Question. So I was thinking about this today at training camp, and I'll throw it out to the listeners as well. I'd be really curious to see what, what they think. So let put it's a hypothetical. Like you're a GM of a team. You're you're putting together the ultimate Eagles team, right? 
and you get to pick a duo of receivers. So they had to play together. So Wait, you can't a duo. Okay. Yeah. So can't you can't pick like Carmichael and Deshaun Jackson, right? right, right had people right, right, that were right. on the team at the same time. Is there a duo that you would pick over AJ Brown and Devontae Smith? I'm not obviously haven't played yet, so clearly they're not accomplished. But I'm saying in terms of just pure talent, a duo at the same time. Have the Eagles ever had a better pair, a more talented pair, than AJ Brown and Devontae so, Smith? So, I. I don't think there's a better, like, both guys. I think you could make a legitimate argument that T.O. and Pinkston were better just because of how. Because of T.O. He's the third best receiver in the history of the sport at at his prime at that time, you know. So I think you can make it. Because Pinkston was fine. Like, you know, we joke about Singston and all that stuff. Like, he was fine. Like, especially as a two. He was, like, fine. He wasn't good, but he was fine. I think with a fine guy at two and one of the best in the history of the game at one, it might be better than Brown and Devontae. But in terms of both guys, like, if you're really looking for both guys and their level above average might not be. I mean, Macklin, Deshaun comes so to So that mind. was I think the duo probably, I thought of. I think they're probably better than that, but I don't know. We still got to see a Devontae progresses. I think A.J. Brown is more talented receiver than either Deshaun or Macklin was. So, I what's, don't know. What's it's interesting about it's the, really interesting. What's interesting about the Deshaun thing is he's like a borderline Hall of Fame player. You look at his ability to, obviously, the deep ball, like he's elite, elite at it. I think you can make an argument maybe A.J. Brown's a better receiver. Yeah, I think he is. And then Macklin's a debate. Yeah. But I think, you know, we talked, we spent the first part of the show talking about the passing game. Like, they have an amazing set of receivers yeah. to make this passing and, and, game. And work. Goddard's great, too. And you, Goddard's so, great, too. 215 if you want to chime in on that. And the Hurts question. Coming up in a bit, we'll get to the Miles Sanders smoke down from a lot, a lot of Miles Sanders action and yes. issues going on. We'll get to that. Let's go back to the phones, go to Texas, and talk to our buddy CJ. CJ, it's been a while. How you doing, pal? What's good, guys? How y'all doing? CJ, man, good to hear from you. We were talking about coming back and doing the show. We said it. It's been a while since we talked to CJ, so very good to uh, talk to you. Yeah, I told James the other day I had been out off my feet, but congratulations on the wedding. You know thank saying? you, thank Welcome you. Welcome to this thing of ours. It's called marriage. I'm married myself, so <laughs> I wish yes. you and your wife all the blessings going forward. Appreciate that. Uh, I will say this. Face value, when you hear a quarterback is not doing good, it's never good. But if we're going to go where a lot of Eagles fans are, I guess you would say if we go 50-50, you got half of them that didn't want Hurts in the first place because they wanted Carson, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got half of them that like, hey, I'm in with this kid because he wants to be here. I was – I was a really big Carson fan. I'm not going to ever lie about that. And I didn't understand bringing in Hurts at the time. But Hurts is my quarterback now. For it to be his second year, I'm going to run with it as it is. It doesn't sound great, but I do remember last year how we won the offseason from those yours. You know, we went 4-0 and and all this other stuff. Yeah, 4-0 in the joint practices, yeah. Yeah, and we looked like trash. I like you throwing that at him right there, CJ. That was good work. Hey, I gave him his flowers by getting married now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, the 4-0 record obviously ended up meaning something. They were better than people thought, so. They they were better than people thought, but also let's let's put the facts in there. We played one of the easiest schedules out there. Yeah. I mean. And we will again, for what it's worth. Yeah, for what it's worth. So, the other thing is, you're a really big Gannon fan. You you give Gannon more credit than anybody else. Yeah. Gannon has been given more talent than anyone this offseason as far as on the defense, right? So yep. if he's been tooled up, if he's been tooled up with all this talent, wouldn't that kind of contribute to maybe what you're seeing? How many wrinkles yeah. are we ironing out? It, it so could I mean, be part of it. It could be. It could be that the Eagles defense is going to end up being really good. It, and Now I will say, like, 
it's a good point, CJ, right? Like, the defense could be the reason why. And this is this part is somewhat objective. Like, I wish the practices were still at Lehigh so everybody could watch it and people could, you know, see what, what, they, uh, what they think. I personally don't feel watching it that the reason that the, the Jalen is struggling is a defense. That's just my opinion. Doesn't mean, That's look, fair. maybe it is, but I just that, I see inaccurate passes. I, I don't see, like, you know, throwing into bad windows because the coverage is tight. I just see poor passing. I think, I think what Jalen is, and this is my opinion, and this is not hate or anything, I think Jalen is a third-tier quarterback. You have the top tier, which like Brady, these guys who you expect to throw the elite, balls elite, to go yep. out. The elite, the guys will go out win, possibly compete for Super Bowls, no matter who's on the team. Then you have people who are like that, who could be really good quarterbacks. If you put the right type of talent on, they could be special. And then you have people who are like Hurts. Hurts is a really young quarterback, still trying to figure it out. His pressure in this weight that he's toting is, I hate to say it, is he's the Eagles quarterback. He's on a team to where the quarterback is going to be just this dartboard of criticism at any given time. Only thing, the only thing that's going to happen is how it's going to play out through the season. No, I'm no. not concerned with it right now because I'm not trying to add more stress to my plate. I want to be able to see them for myself. So, yeah, and, and CJ, that's a, it's a really fair point and a, and a great call as always. And yeah, like, again, for me, it's just that it's too early. I will be concerned in three weeks if you keep coming in and we're still talking. You're like, hey, Jay, look bad again. Jay, look bad again. It's not clicking, whatever. Then I'll be concerned. I get it. It's just too early for me to be concerned with, with a young player who still has a lot of yeah. growth to do and a lot of and, and he still has time to improve, obviously, in camp. So it's just the beginning of it. All right. It was a short segment because we got backed up because of the traffic. Yes. You might not know. We spent might have heard an hour and 50 minutes getting here. and should be 25 minutes, but mm. that was super fun. Uh, we're going to get it set after this. We're going to get to your calls. Get in now, 215-592-9494. We will get to a bunch of calls next segment, plus the Miles Sanders thing. Elliot's been down there. Second team reps, a little bristly about it with the media, all of it. What is Elliot's take on it? Does it mean anything? We'll find that out next as well. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio, and it's today your lucky day. You bet it is because the new Bet Parks app is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. It's fun to use, faster to win than ever before. Check out at Bet Parks on Twitter and also the apps. For special odds boosts and player specials on all your favorite sports, join us right now at the all new bet on the all new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Where you can bet on all your favorite sports and play all your favorite casino games for real money. So much sports action to bet on. There is baseball every single day. You can bet on individual player performances, football futures now. Seasons coming up. You want to get in now. Get ready and then. Go nuts for football season. Download the app, download the app now in the App Store, the Google Play Store, or at BetParks.com. It's the all-new BetParks app. Users can choose between a $20 casino bonus or a $20 free sports bet. The BetParks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bet slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app. Plus, live in-game betting lets you bet while you watch. Jim, James. Timothy. Elliot. Elliot. Go Birds Radio, presented by the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, where odds, bet slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony, right in your pocket. We're coming from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino, beautiful TVs, awesome seats, a blast of a time. All right, back to the phones in a second. We're talking Jalen Hurts and whether you should be concerned that he's looked a little 
a little less crisp than we would hope, a little less on point than we would hope through the first three practices, or at least two of them. Uh, back to that in a sec, but but the Miles Sanders thing. Yeah. So it's been, I think, probably the, um, you know, outside of Herds, the, the biggest story so far out of training camp. Uh, last practice, you know, we start seeing the tweets come out. Miles Sanders working with the second team, Gainwell with the first team, this and that, you know. And now today, apparently, Miles Sanders get you know, gets asked a simple question by the media and, and comes at them about them yeah. writing about him being on the second team. And, and Sirianni said it was just a weird comment by Sirianni. It's like a factor of the, the way that we're running the day. Like, how, what do you make of this whole thing? Yeah, so let me kind of take you yeah, through please, all of it please. for those maybe are, are missing all this drama. So, so yesterday, uh, the Eagles practice, and the first team offense was Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott got all the touches at the running back position. Miles Sanders ran with the second team offense. That's what he did. It's not like a, an opinion. Like he, he was with the backups. He did not get any starting touches with the first team offense yesterday, right? That does not mean he is the backup, but he was with the second team offense yesterday. And the reason that was noteworthy to me is because as part of tracking all these plays, I also write down the running plays and I write down what unit they're running with. So last year in training camp, Miles Sanders ran the ball 67 times in training camp. He ran it zero times with anything but the starters. He didn't run it with the second team. He didn't run it with the third team. He only ran the ball with the starters last year. Yesterday in practice, he ran the ball four times with the second team. Today in practice, he was also getting reps with the second team. Really? He was with the first team as well, but he did run the ball with Gardner Minshew at quarterback today, right? So I tweeted it. Other media people noticed it as well and talked about it, wrote about it. Nick Sirianni was asked about it today and essentially said it was kind of fluky, right? Like, the way it works is they rotate their backs. It just so happened Miles was in with the backups yesterday. I'm skeptical of that. I Seems think weird. That, see, it, 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 that, I don't track that excuse. He, did it all, he didn't do it at all last year, and now I mean, he's done impactful. it two days in a row. Like, not, right. Zero times last year. It's... They, Something strange is going on. And then for Miles to get that Miles, annoyed. Okay, yeah. yeah, so unfortunately we were sitting in the car in traffic, so <laughs> I, was, I was not at Miles' uh, press availability today. But apparently he was asked about what he wanted to accomplish, and I guess he said something like he wants to get the respect he deserves, and there was a follow-up of some sort, and he said he doesn't want to see any more articles about him running with the second team. So here's my thing on this whole situation. I believe... Miles Sanders is underrated as a running back. I do too. I think that people have gone too far with the whole, like, Kenny Gainwell could take the job from him. Kenny Gainwell is just as good. Miles Sanders is the best running back on the Eagles roster. And I believe when he's at his best, he is one of, you know, top 20 running backs. You know, yeah, tw- whatever you 25, want. maybe. Sure, whatever, like right? Sure, like, sure, sure. He, he is a guy that can be a difference maker at the running back position. Now, he has to stay healthy. And he has to, you know, there's, there's been, you know, he ran out of bounds, right? There have certainly been plays that he would probably like to have back. So I'm not sitting here saying Miles should be with the backups, that Miles is going to lose his job. You're saying facts. The reality is he, he's been running with the second team, like, and he didn't do it last year. So I just think it's interesting. And when you add in the fact that, although I don't believe Kenny Gainwell is as good as Miles Sanders, I would not give reps, takeaway reps from Sanders to give them to Gainwell. It does seem like the Eagles really like Kenny Gainwell. Last year, I thought in big spots, it seemed like they preferred to have Kenny Gainwell on the field over Miles Sanders. And it'll be really interesting to track this year and see, it. you know, not just total touches, because if Miles is healthy, he's going to lead the team in carries, right? And he'll probably lead them, probably, in catches as well from the running back position. But I'm interested to see, 
let's say, you know, week two, Minnesota, tight game, fourth quarter. They're down a field goal. They're driving. Like, who's on the field then? That's what I'm interested to see. And I don't believe the clear-cut answer to that is Miles. Yeah, I think it's a fascinating thing that the, if I'm trying to look at it pragmatically and rationally, you know, it could be that they want to throw the ball a little more to running backs this year. They clearly don't trust Miles, nor should they trust Miles in the passing game. Which is str- so weird because his rookie year is great, but but, but he struggled, it, man. In college at Penn State, I don't have the exact stat in front of me, but among like running backs that got X amount of targets, he had one of the worst drop rates in college football mm-hmm. among the running backs. And then rookie year, he comes out and he's like an amazing catch uh, receiver out of the backfield, right? And then the last two years, it has not gone that way for him so maybe the rookie year is uh kind of the fluke part as opposed to the you know last four years overall but no yeah go ahead i was gonna say game obviously is so good you know former wide receiver if they are looking to make it more of a passing offense this could be a sign uh, that they're heading that way that gainwell is going to play more be on the field more in those type of situations and stuff and so i do think gainwell is very good out of the backfield like you just said as a pass catcher I do not believe Gainwell is, frankly, close right now to Miles as, as a run. I don't either. I'm with you. I don't man. think he I'm reads the you. line as well. I don't think he's as dynamic. Not, I don't it think he makes have to burst. Yeah. So, so I mean, Miles averaged almost a full yard more average uh, last year on the ground. So, I, I, I think like the the second team thing to me, it's not a massive sign of things to come. I don't think I understand why Miles would be annoyed about it. I'm sure, but ultimately, I think he's going to be the starting running back. It's just interesting. He didn't do it at all last year, and now he's doing it. Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to put it. I don't think that Miles Sanders isn't going to get carries. I don't think they're going to not utilize him in the running game. But it's weird. Yeah. Like, I definitely take note of it. I don't think it's not nothing. You know, I don't think there's, like, zero. And what Nick says, it's literally nothing. I don't think that's the case. More game well, whatever it is, I don't think that's the case. But I agree with you. I don't think it is an you know indictment of Sanders, and he's not going to be. No, used. but it, it is a story going into the season on like how's the running back rotation going to work. And again, a part of this, especially real, for an offense that the the thing you at least come into the season counting on is the running right. game, right? You know. And, and real quick before we go to the phones, there is a contract part to this too. Miles is entering the final year of his deal. Miles has a lot of financial incentive sure. yeah. to have a good year, but right. like every player would going the final year's deal. So that's I think that's kind of like over the situation as well this this pressure that miles has to to kind of have a good year and get that contract a great point two one five five nine two ninety four nine four so if you want to chime in on the miles sanders thing in addition to your jalen hurts comments or like we said if you just have any other questions about other players how they're looking down there elliot has been down there fire those away at us as well let's go back to the phones let's head to vancouver and talk to mm. our pal tommy yo tom Man, it is a good thing that this is a two-hour show. Imagine if it were only 58 minutes long. It's a great point. We would have been done 10 minutes ago. It would have been the shortest show we ever did. An effective 58 minutes like the Eagles practice was. But (laughs) but you're right. That's right. Now, you guys, both of you, I've avoided calling in during the week. And it was difficult at times with some of the things you were talking about. But I had to wait until you were both together. So I didn't want to do it. I respect that. Love it. It's good to hear from you, man. Uh, it's nice to hear from you guys, too. Now, I agree that the practices are concerning. I'm worried about this. And I'm actually not worried about the duration of the practices. I'm worried about the number of reps. Because uh, great point. Done, yep. yeah, if you've done a, 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 a sport seriously, not necessarily a professional athlete, you know that if, if you're going to compete, you need to train intensely like you're going to play. And I think Sirianni does a good job of that. But sorry, I interrupted you, yeah. Elliot. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I, I look, I personally think Sirianni's practices are intense from a competitive standpoint. He does starters versus starters. Day one, the infamous 58-minute practice, they did red zone, which I believe is among the most competitive drills you can do in training camp. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they get a lot of reps in. Like, you mentioned how the reps matter more than the time. If you look at day one of training camp last year, it was about an hour and a half, if I remember correctly. Jalen Hurts got 20 reps. If you look at uh, – Day one this year, it was 58 minutes. Jalen Hurts got 28 reps. And Sirion even said today, which I thought was interesting, that he has an incentive to Hurts and Minshew to try to make practice shorter, to get to the line quicker, to get in and out of the huddle, to get the reps that they need over. And each minute they knock off a practice, Sirion, I guess he wouldn't say what it is, but he has some type of incentive for him. So it's not about the time. It's about the reps and the quality of the reps. So if they're able to get the reps in and with this increased intensity – So my hot take would be that they're actually going to have less penalties when they start. They're not going to look as rusty, even though they're practicing less uh, sessions or less duration. I hope so, Tom, because that's – and I'm not – I'm not – I think it's really interesting, actually, the practice thing, having done that, you know, talked about that on the midday show, and I know, you know, John Ritchie is very strong on the need to practice more. And it sounds, at least, you know, anecdotally doing the show, that the vast majority of WIP listeners – are on the they need to practice more side of things i'm not super far on that side like i'm more in the middle of it but but if i were to be the person saying here's why they need to practice more the penalties would be my reason i would point back to last year and say they were the most penalized team what in the history of football for seven weeks or yeah, whatever or it was like like that, yeah. like that is the kind of thing that i'm concerned about if they don't you know with this practice yeah i 100 percent agree with you james on that one um so a couple of quick uh hurts points one is wasn't Kurt supposed to be practicing all this time with his BFF? And so if he's still having trouble getting him Yeah, but that's different. Camp, You're just doing workouts. It's not like a training camp uh, practice. What else yeah, you got? Well, look, James is swatting that one better away. be doing well, we stuff got, out, know, off the field. We got we to get, get, get to it. We got a lot of callers to get to, Tommy. What else? Okay, one last thing. The, how much did Hertz practice throwing rolling to his left? And you can talk about that, uh, Elliot, uh, yeah. what you guys have hung up. Yeah, that's a good question, awesome. Tommy. Great call as always. Yeah, good to hear from you. Yeah. Um, so how much is he throwing to the left side of the field or rolling to his left? The interception he had today, if I remember correctly, was rolling to his left, and then he threw it across his body, um, or I should say back to the middle of the field. I haven't noticed a big difference in terms of where the ball is going. I don't think it's been you know, all on one side of the field, so I guess that's a positive, but I certainly haven't noticed an like, emphasis on making him go to the other side. What the about field. throwing the ball over the middle? That was a big storyline last season, and you know, when you look at the numbers, they are yeah, they back it up. Like yeah. the, the the league average is something like twenty two percent. He's like twelve percent. Like it's a it's a it's a significant thing. Yeah, like he is not throwing the ball over the middle field nearly as much as other quarterbacks. Have you seen any of that uh, in training camp? Um, I believe thinking back on the first three practices that it's been predominantly the sidelines. Looking back now, I think there have been some passes over the middle. The interception he threw uh, yesterday was kind of over the middle, maybe a little more than the sideline, but it was not. Uh, it was yeah. So I, I've noticed more and more that yes, he is along the sideline, and I haven't seen an emphasis on the middle. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Wisconsin and talk to our buddy Trey. What up, Trey? What's going on, boys? It's the real one. My, My man. man, good to hear from you, Trey. I can always it. tell right away in the voice it's a real one. So I uh, appreciate you calling in. Ellie, I saw you on my Instagram story. Someone must have tagged you. Um, I saw you rap. Oh. Um, oh, so it's out there. I, I, it's I, out I in the world. Your stage name is, is MCESP, bro. MCESP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was in my Instagram story for 24 hours. So the people that follow me didn't get a chance to see it. So uh, I'm happy you got a chance as a real one to see it. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Um, no, I was kind of with James here, uh, you know, working out the kinks. That was kind of my phrase before uh, even James said it. So, uh, you know, reading each other's minds there. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quick, um, do you think, you know, you know, obviously, you know, um, is this more of an indictment on the offense or is this more, oh, the defense is just playing really good? So I believe it's more an indictment of the offense. Uh, I actually asked Sirianni that today about what he thought, how, how the offense was doing, and he gave credit to the defense. He made a joke, which I'm sure will aggravate some, saying, hey, he's the head coach, so when the defense plays well, it's good for him too. You know, he's not just that offensive coordinator. But, uh, no, I think it's been more the offense playing poorly. I think I've seen poor throws. I've seen inaccurate throws. There haven't been drops, so that, that hasn't been an issue. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's been more the offense than the defense. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you know, Jalen's probably trying different things. You know, obviously, he doesn't have that safety valve to just like he. he I mean, he doesn't want to just like run it. You know, we're practicing. Yeah, you know, he's, he wants to throw. Um, so, Although you know, he has ran it more the last two days, he's been running it a little bit more. I think today he had maybe two quarterback runs, and I think he had two yesterday too. So in the open field drills, he started to do that a little bit more. Okay, I got two questions before I fade out of here. Um, uh, this linebacker core, uh, especially Nicobe Dean, how's he doing? And on Twitter, you broke down uh, a few third down plays. Yeah. Uh, short, few incompletions, long, we got a couple conversions. Can you break down those plays for us? Thanks, yeah, guys. No problem. Trey, great call, um, buddy. Keep calling. So today there was a portion of the practice where first team versus first team, 11 on 11, uh, and Sirianni would yell out the down and distance. So I believe they did like third and three, third and five, third and seven, third and nine, and third and 11. So... Uh, the first play was a sack or, or some kind of broken play, but somebody got right through to Jalen. Obviously didn't hit him, but it was a rule to sack. Uh, the next two were incompletions. Uh, one was, I believe, tipped, and the other one was just a poor pass. And then, oddly enough, after not getting the third and three, third and five, and third and seven, they did get the third and nine and third and 11. Now, the third and 11 was a little of like a dump off where Greg Ward just ran down the sideline. So in a game, I don't know if they converted, but there were not defenders there. So it was a good a. Uh, a good play call but I think that's an example of like how these practices are competitive like they were keeping score I could hear Sirianni yelling it out after each rep you know the defense was winning early on and then the offense came back so yeah I uh, I thought it was a good set set of reps then the the, the Kobe Kobe Dean Dean was his other question yeah man I think we might have to pump the brakes a oh, little no, on the no, Nicole. Don't do this to hype. me, Elliot. And don't, I'm not. Nope, 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 nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, okay. I said driving for an hour and 50 minutes there. You can't I, take I can't, the Nicole thing now? No, go ahead. Here, here's got? what I would say. And this isn't that Nicole's playing poorly. It's not that he's out there struggling. But he's not going to be a starter. Like, it could change. But as of now, he is not a starter. And I think it's like a pretty big gap between TJ Edwards, Kaiser White, and frankly, even Davion Taylor than Nicobe at this point. Nicobe's been getting second and third team reps. He looks undersized to me out there. Like, not Brian Roll. Remember Brian? Sure. Brian Roll. Like, not that type undersized. He just looks smaller than the other linebackers, and he looks like the smallest player out on the field besides when Boston Scott's out not there. Not great. Now, look, he was that size at Georgia, uh-huh. right? Like, he was the arguably the best player on that on the best arguably defense. Arguably the best player in college for, yes. you know, football. So, so I'm not going to sit here and say that because he looks undersized, he can't be successful. I just think for as excited as fans were about the pick, and they should have been, it was a smart pick in the third round. I would just maybe, like, out of fairness to Nicobe, yeah. Bit. Out of fairness to to Nicobe, lower the expectations a little because I think At it's going to be a, a bit of a longer time. time. Yeah. Sure. All right. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Let's go to Dallas and talk to our buddy Scott. Hey Scott. What's going on, guys? What's up, Scott? How you doing? 
Yeah, I'm with James on this. I mean, I, just as a kind of a reference, I was going over, like, different practice notes for of various teams, like the Cowboys, the, the Commanders, some of the others. And it, it's yeah. very similar. It's like the offenses, after a few rough days, bounced back. I think there was something with Dak through a pick six yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. But I think that, we, yep. see this, we see this every year to where, like James said, offense is such timing. And when these guys aren't really practicing the way they used to or coming back, the defense is going to have an early advantage just out of the simple fact that the timing's off right now. So, so I'm think not it, really concerned. Yeah. It's an interesting point. The, the difference I would say, though, you use Dallas as an example, right? Dallas and Dak Prescott have shown they can pass the ball. Like, there's not that concern, right? So you were right that early on in camp, you can make the argument that the advantage to the defense, and I think over my time covering, I've seen that. But because it was the biggest question about the team and it's not something we know that they can do, it's a little harder to explain away than it is with maybe some other kind of like prolific passing offenses that are getting off to slow starts in training camp because there's not that regular season or any type of like long resume uh, in terms of this offense showing they can pass the ball. I can understand that, but that's where I agree with James where, I mean, if it's a month from now, I'll be more concerned. But early on, I'm kind of like, especially with the way they've been practicing lately, I got to see more. And the thing that I'm hearing, too, is it sounds like all the quarterbacks like are looking bad. Like It sounds like Kurtz has actually been the best of Minshew, and, and I've kind of been disappointed with what I'm hearing from Strong. It sounds like he's been almost terrible. Yeah, Strong's been awful. He's been really, <laughs> oh, really, gosh. really bad. Nice. Yeah. Um, Reed Sinet hasn't been that good. You're right. All the quarterbacks have not played that well. Jalen might be the best one so far. I believe Jalen is the best quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I'm just talking about three days of practice reports. I think that none of the quarterbacks have played well, yeah. Question for you guys. Any noticeable things that you guys see so far to where you know how Howie is? He's always looking. Do you think there's a potential move coming down the uh, road? Scott, it's not for safety. Scott, great calls always. And that's a really interesting question. Yeah. Elliot, you know, I think uh, I think it was Jimmy Kemsky just recently put out the list of all the like pre camp or training camp trades that Howie had made since like 2016. And there are a lot. There's a lot. Like, how, yeah. and, you know, there's smaller moves like the Matt Pryor trade and stuff like that. But He's made a lot of moves in this time period of the year. Are you, let's not say, like, obviously he could make a move. Are you expecting him to make a move? For Jimmy Garoppolo, you're for, saying? For, no, for no, any. No, just, okay. Okay. He threw, I was like, what is that? <laughs> are you expecting me? Yeah, I think there'll be a trade. Howie's very active. Uh, the joint practices are a good chance to get a really good look at another roster. So they'll be going to Cleveland and Miami. Um, and obviously we know last time they had a joint practice with Miami, he identified Jay Ajayi as the guy they would want to go after. And they, they got him. So I do think there will be a move. What position? Uh, he mentioned, you know, besides safety, but safety is the obvious one. I think you could potentially see them go trade for a more established person after. 215-592-9494. Those type of questions. Is there anything you want to know from what Elliot's seen down there? And I'm going to give him a homework assignment right now over the break. I want to know coming up next. All this negativity telling me that Kobe Dean stinks. Yeah, that's Jaylen exactly Hurt what I said. stinks yeah. and that yeah. the season's over. I want someone who's impressed you. Okay. Over the I actually last have few one days. for you. Good. Uh, so you don't homework need to do done. the homework. You're ready. Didn't even Good. need the You're clause set. in there. I, just, I did it. Yeah. We're going to find out next. We're going to hear from Elliot, someone who has really impressed him so far through training camp. And again, keep the calls coming with either questions about training camp or if you're concerned about Hurts after a couple rough days of practice. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Goldberg's radio. And it's today your lucky day. You bet it is. Because the new Bet Parks app is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that we here at GoBirds recommend. It's fun to use, faster to win than ever before. Check out at Bet Parks on Twitter. 
uh, for special odds boosts and player specials on all your favorite sports. Join us right now at the all-new Bet Park Casino and Sportsbook app. Bet all your favorite sports and play all your favorite casino games for real money. You can bet on everything and everything. Individual player performances. You think someone's hitting a home run tonight? Bang! Make that bet. You think some team's going to win over nine and a half games in football? Boom! Get that in now. And, of course, once the season starts, we will get rolling with weekly football predictions and bets. And you can do it all with the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at BetParks.com. All new Bet Parks app users can choose between a $20 casino bonus and or a $20 free sports bet. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app. Plus, live in-game betting lets you bet what you watch. Strong baby day. I'll always support that on Most coming with the heat. Right. As usual. As usual, yes. Moshe Kravitz, by the way, taking one of the most savage lines in the history of WIP from Joe to camera this week. Moshe, just while we have you, I'm sorry, buddy. For for the midday show, let me apologize for Joe just so coming at you there. I mean, it was that was really unfair. Yeah, all right, buddy. It it took me by surprise. Like I'm I'm doing all right, you know, that booked some some therapy appointments to get through it. it just it took me by surprise. I was texting uh, texting with you about it uh, leading up to, to drop of the week yesterday. I, and it still is surprising me that Joe came up with a line that good. It was like, a great line. Full credit I, I to gotta him. Say, though, His best insult of all time. I think it might yeah. be. I honestly think it might be. It was unbelievably hysterical. Oh, it was oh, great. Yeah. It, it, it was, was absolutely when I one of the funniest it, things that's yeah, ever happened. I didn't hear it when it was live, and I was cutting drop of the week, and motion saved for me, and I listened to it, and I was, like, sitting in the studio cracking up by myself. Very good. I was like, no way! Yeah. Yeah, that was really... I would have never said a that. A rare good line Most in a million years, I would have never said that to you. I, that, I appreciate that. And, and you, me, and John, like, we had joked around about my height yeah. a lot during the days that Joe was out. Yeah. And more specific. I, just, I feel like he misses a lot of days. Huh. <laughs> Fair point, Elliot. Fair. Uh, yeah, I, it, it just it totally took me off guard. And I didn't have, like, after the fact that I came up with good comebacks. But it was so stunning for Joe to have something that witty I'm, that I'm I, I just didn't have anything ready. I'm with you, Mosh. I'm happy you made it through and you're doing all right. Yeah, I, you know, it, it, it'll be a while, you know. I, I believe in you, buddy. <laughs> all right, let's get back to the phones. 215-592-9494. Try to get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. Let's go to Penn talking and talk to Chris. What up, Chris? What's up, boys? What's going on, Chris? Um, How you doing? Good. I got to tell you, I think Gainwell, he falls right in the same trap as Maxie. Same thing. Max, he was going to be uh, he was he was going to be a lottery pick close to it. Due to COVID, he did he did he dropped. I I, I watched major college sports, mm-hmm. um, and he dropped and he found his lap and nobody can believe how good the, that kid is. A lot of people in, in in college thought he would be that good or better at this time. And Gainwell, my my little brother lives in Memphis. That kid was a flat out stud. His yeah, he, year. he sat out the year for COVID. Yeah, right? and they, they've yeah, done well, a great he, job of producing running backs, Memphis. Antonio oh, yeah, Gibson, he, they had, yeah, they had Pollard. Yeah. He was sitting behind Pollard. Yep. He, yeah, Pollard, Antonio Gibson was there. And again, he was a wide receiver, has the hands. And I do yeah. look, when they picked him and, in the fifth round, it was one of those picks where everyone was like, great pick, great yeah. pick, he great pick. Third, he would have been at least a third rounder. His, his brother, his, uh, that year that he had COVID, he was contemplating coming back. His brother had a stroke. He was, he was trying to be, I forget what college. Trying to be a walk on, I think, is a defensive back. 
in his stroke in the locker room. Oh, wow. So that's that's when he sat out. But oh, wow. I, no, yeah, I, I think I, he has. I, a, I do think he has a lot of potential. I agree. I agree with you on that, Chris. And I do think he's a good player. I just think at this point, Miles is the the better player of the two. I think Miles. I think Miles is the better player, but I don't think he's a smart. I don't, I don't think he's the smartest player. I think that kid is. That kid's not. That kid's not going to run out of bounds twice in one game. <laughs> that's a, I mean, that, that's a that good is, point, Chris. Chris, what do you got on Hurts? Hurts. I'm concerned. I'm. I'm. I'm not, I'm not panicking, but I'm concerned. Here's a guy that has a, his his quarterback coach knew him since he was three. He has his best friend on the team. He has all these weapons. They say all he is is a gamer. He says all he does is work, 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 chip away, chip away, chip away. Look, at some time, I got to see a little bit of improvement. It's like giving my kid the keys to the car, and every time she comes back and there's a fender bender, and she goes, Dad, no, but it's not but that No, I bad. get it, but that that's a little unfair. I mean, we saw improvement from Jalen Three Hurts. years, brother. Three years, not two. Three years in the well, NFL, he, and he still can't throw a ball I mean, down the middle of the field four, over 30 yards. four games his first year. 30 yards. Look, look, look at him. Look, Chris, him, look, he's still look, only look 23. He's still younger than when Carson started his first game with yeah, the Eagles. It, it's, it's it doesn't that matter, point. man. It's, no, it's, it's not. not. That can't matters. 30 yards down the field in the middle of the field. He was the worst quarterback See, in the NFL. Chris, I, Chris, this is a, Chris calls more often because that was a yeah, great was a good call. call. But I think what we're seeing is if you were already a Hurts doubter, you're going to be more likely to be concerned about this, and if you're a Hertz believer, and I'm, I'm in between. Like that's why I'm, I'm mine is more, you know, naturally. I just it's way too quick for me to be concerned. But I think you're also seeing people who are Hertz doubters come in and be like, yeah, look, I told you. So, question for you: I'm not sure where I fall on this yet, so I'm curious to hear your opinion. Do you think from week one to the end of the season last year, Hertz improved? I do believe from like college to his rookie year to his second year, there has been improvement. I'm just curious if you think from week one to the end of the year. If there was, if you thought Hurts improved, so I, I again, I think until he hurt his ankle, I saw improvement. I think the ankle completely changed the rest of the season. We don't talk about it enough, but again, he couldn't run. It took away the dynamic part of his game. He couldn't run in the same way and be as dynamic. And I think he completely changed the way he had to play the game. So yes, I do think he was improving. And then I think the ankle injury set him back, and I think that it's kind of a wash to tell okay. after that. Yeah, I, I think that I would probably lean towards he did improve. You think about, you know, the Chargers game, he wasn't good, but there were some good moments in that game. Uh, the Saints were obviously later in the year. So I do think there was some improvement. But to uh, the last caller's point, like, the things he struggles with, I don't think you've seen improvement from, from that yet. Yeah, in those. well, all right, enough of this. From from that Chris to a Chris who I know is going to have my back, a real one, Chris in Ocean City. Will you, will you tell Elliot to calm down, Chris? Well, first off, full disclosure, I just want to make sure everyone's aware that I'm wearing a maroon Colgate t-shirt and athletic shorts, and I hope that's not offensive to anybody because I didn't realize this turned into the red carpet show <laughs> <laughs> this, this week. It's so ridiculous. This is the type of stuff that just makes me hate our own fan base so much. There's just people that, for whatever reason, have pigeonholed Sirianni and Hurts into people that they're going to hate regardless, even though they try and pretend like they don't and give backhanded compliments. I've been listening, and I'm an intelligent person, so I know where people stand. So that's just to start off. Second of all, I'm not worried about Hurts at all. If anything, you have people talking about they're worried about the lack of practices leading over into the season and having a rough start. But then, by that same logic, you expect him to look lights out on the third day of training camp. It's an absurd expectation. The young man. Well, hold on. Hold on. First of all, I get what you're saying about you know expecting him to come in lights out. Maybe that's a high bar. But at a certain point, I think the bar needs to be set high for Hertz. Like he's been, he's the starter all last year. He's playing for a franchise type contract. He has all this talent around him. This idea that like you know. 
well, I don't know how much more time he should get, I guess, if that makes sense. I'm not, like, by any stretch saying, you know, pull the plug on, on, on the whole experiment of him at, at him at quarterback. I'm just saying, like, it would have been nice to see him come out and get off to a hot start with all the, the hype that went into this preseason or the training camp. Oh, oh sure. And, and he did on day one, from what I understand, by your own Yeah, metric. yeah, he did have There's a good day one, yep. And I know that we live in a world of immediacy, but not everything is eligible for prime overnight delivery. You need to give, mm. give it a little time. Sometimes. Again, especially so I just, with, I thought the point that Carr made before is a great one. It was what I was talking about earlier in the show is that it, it does take a little longer for the offenses to get their timing down and get together. Usually the defense is going to have an but, advantage But doesn't it concern on. either of you guys that the thing that, the thing that the team is struggling with passing the ball is what they struggled with last year? I do get what you're saying about give it time. It's too quick. But it's not a new no, problem. It, it doesn't concern me. It's too quick. It, uh, but it, exactly. It's just so so last point. year doesn't factor again, it all into three years old. Right. Like you expect him to come in and be perfect. That's crazy. Like I don't know, not to be perfect. I expect him to have a functioning passing offense. I don't think that's well, too much. I to think ask. you're going a little far saying non-functioning. I mean, well, they, you were calling them out. You know, so. I mean, they still were able to right. throw the ball last year. They just weren't a good. They were. They offense. were not a good passing offense last year. Like well, I don't see, I don't see how that can't factor into your guys' concern. The fact that we know it's, it's something. Two hours, of but practice. it's something that we know they struggle with. So, so they're still struggling with it. If it was a new problem, I could see you saying, like, look, it's only been, like, let's say, Again, De- let's say, month, De- let's say Devontae was dropping two passes every practice, right? Two, three practices, he was dropping it all the time. I would say, For well, two practices, I would say that's two days. Yes, that's exactly like, what, no, yes, I would because he doesn't out. have a problem dropping the ball. No, the I'm fact saying it that, could be anybody with any problem. I would say it's two days, I'm a, especially someone as young, someone we, we believe has worked and, and is working on mechanics, still getting through this stuff and still figuring this stuff out. Like, I don't expect him to come in and be ready to roll right away. I would be shocked if he were crisp and on point and lot. Like, I, I Why would you be shocked? If it was perfect because he's still young and growing and he's not a perfect passer yet. Like, obviously. So let me ask you, at what point then, and be not to say like a month away. Oh, sorry, Chris. I don't mean to keep speaking over no. you. But at what point That's would you cool. guys get concerned? Go ahead, Chris. Well, I, I think it's like the Phillies. I mean, if you're up and down and mediocre for three months, then I'm going to be out. So I would say like October, early to mid-October. And last year doesn't factor it all in in your timeline here. Well, obviously, there, there's context with that, and that, that, that buys into it, but not to the extent that I'm going to be freaking out on day three of training camp. Chris, great call, and that's where I'm at. You know, yeah, I'd like to clarify, I'm not freaking out, no, to be again, clear. Again, I just I'm, don't want this to turn into, like, Elliot saying Hurts is going to have a bad year. My point I'm is, not saying that. I'm just saying he's had a – the last yeah, two days have not been good. My point is, honestly, two days – that the, we are three days into training camp, two hours, three hours, whatever you want to say, three and a half hours into practice, like – Zero concern about it. Like, it doesn't concern me at all that he has not looked well. Right. Let me ask you this if he would have played really well the first three practices, would that have changed how you view the team? No, I would have been like, oh, that's cool. It's three so, practices. Okay. I'm excited. It's what I want to hear. Like, I prefer he's better than not. But again, there's a long way to go till this season starts. Let's go to East Greenville and talk to Audi. What up, Audi? Good Audi. Excuse me, Audi. Got uh, a little point about Jalen Hurts. He is a coach's son. So, right from the get go, he should have a great grasp on just about any concept thrown at him. Certainly enough practices. My real problem with him is skill set. I just don't believe he has the touch or the arm strength to be a successful quarterback. They got him weapons that are going to outrun the ball because he can't get there. And that's really concerning to me. Yeah, I mean, it's he had two deep two passes today. One was overthrown and one was underthrown. Uh, see, I, accuracy, yes. I think the, I think the bigger issue is, is, is he going to be able to process what he's seen quick enough to be able to put the ball in the right spots? Like, 
accuracy is important, but it's more important that you're throwing the ball to the right guy in the right situation. So I agree with you. I th- Look, again, I'm not concerned about Jalen yet, but I'm also not sure he's going to be great or not sure he's going to be a good, a, you know, g- good NFL quarterback. I still have my questions. I just, there are things that I like that he does. There are reasons to, to want to give him the opportunity to grow into this. And I'm not concerned, you know, two days in training camp, essentially, two bad days. Well, he's got more than two days. He's had plenty of time. Last year, they had to take the reins back from him and throw a good running game at it. And I just got a feeling that's where we're going to end up again. Not that that's a bad thing. I mean, I well, it, 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 it is a bad. It is a bad thing. If they well, have they to run win. the same the offense they did last year, if they have to run the same offense they did last year, that is a bad thing. Well, I don't disagree with that totally. But yeah, can I switch it to Nicobe Dean real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Why did the Eagles give him 17 when a Hall of Famer wore it for years? It's a great question. It's, a, uh, it's a asinine. I have no idea, Audie. I'm with you. I, I, well, I, and I, I have no good answer. I have no good answer. Don't even think it looks good. You guys can help it's change. Weird to I, see. I think it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, no one should wear 17 again. Boom. We're yes. done. Not that hard. Correct. Yeah. If five is in the rafters, which is a joke, then 17 needs, well, obviously 17 should come before five in any math in Eagles history. Audie, uh, great call. I think five. Five think, should absolutely Yeah, be I think Donovan absolutely deserved to have his number retired. I thought they did it a little quickly. I probably would have waited longer just for, so it was a little little better reception. All It was awkward. People yeah. were still a little annoyed with him, all that. I think if they waited a few more years, it would have been a lot more fun and a, a you know bigger deal. But Donovan McNabb absolutely should have his number retired. You know what's interesting? But so should Harold Carmichael, yeah, to your point. Like, don't look, disagree. Alshon wore it. Other players, yeah, Nelson Aguilar yeah, wore yeah, it. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's not over. the first yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's interesting is they don't give Brent Selleck's number out. Like, why? 87? That was, that's, that's, like, if, if Selleck had a great career, I'm just, I really if you're, like if you're going to give out 17. Yeah, if Harold Carmichael, a little bit better career. They don't Brent give Selleck, out number nine. No offense. Yeah, yeah that's really They strange. don't give out Foles' number. They shouldn't. I'm fine with that. Like, soft retire. I mean, I'm not saying retire's number. That's a soft one. Like, I'm okay with that. Right. But, yeah, that is. Although that. there's kind of no point in soft retiring it. Like you might as well just, just retire. Not, yeah, if you're, not gonna, like, if you're not going to, if you're not going to give it out, give it the yeah, honor. Exactly. Right. Yeah. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Some heated discussion there about Jalen Hurts. Where do you stand? Are you concerned after a couple of bad days, uh, the last two days of training camp, or is it way too early for you to start to be concerned? And again, last chance to get in on any questions you have for Elliot. It was down there at practice all week. Any player, any question, Elliot will answer it. One more segment for us. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. Oh, there it is. Nice. That was like a uh, uh, started with the other music, and then I think Motion Remedy wanted to play it out of the other spot. Good job. I like it. It's, a, like it's it. a good pivot. All right. Uh, last segment for us. We're going to try and get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. Tom Kelly coming up next. The great TK. Love. That's fun for our ride home. We get to listen to TK. Yes. So uh, stay tuned for TK. We'll get to Although, as hopefully, many. it's not an hour and 40 minutes. Like Yeah, that. that'd be nice. Yeah. Wouldn't it? yeah but I, if it's listening to TK, better than. than I'll do an hour. <laughs> All right, let's get to as many calls as we can. Let's go to Morristown and talk to my buddy Ray. Ray, how are you, pal? Ray, you there, buddy? All right, Ray, we can't hear you. Let's try and get back to Ray. Let's go to Brent in Sellersville. What up, Brent? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing today? What's up, Brent? How you doing? Hey, I, I'm going to try to slow down. I mean, obviously, I know you're trying to get some calls, but, you know, I, I think I need to present myself a little differently. Um, I went from not calling at all to, like, calling, like, you know, four times in three days or whatever. So that's a credit to you guys. 
Well, I appreciate um, you calling in, man. Yeah, yeah, and I just think I've been, you know, the way I've said things has probably been a little misconstrued, and I get that. Let me, so what, what I want to talk about with Hurts is, first of all, before I say anything else, I love the kid. I would love to see him succeed. Yeah. Uh, from what I can tell, he's got a wonderful work ethic. He, he really wants to succeed. He really wants to work with this offense. I think he's, he's great for his teammates. So I, I want to be clear about that. Um, but I, but I kind of almost see him like as a foil to Ben Simmons. Like on one hand. What? Oh, hold on. Let me, let me yeah, go ahead. Go. Get to hold it. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Get there, on Ben. On one hand, right, he's. He's got trouble with one of the core things that he needs to be able to do in his position, which is get the ball to the receivers. Hopefully, when when ideally when separation is there, he he's just got trouble with it. That's the weakness of his game. What couldn't Ben Simmons do as a point guard? He couldn't shoot. That he little difference out. there. Ben Simmons wouldn't shoot. Brent, hold on, hold That's on. I'm getting difference. to that. I'm getting to that. All right, we'll get there, man. Okay. So the so the thing is, you're looking at two completely different work ethics. Completely different. And, and that's why, you know, for me, this is good to look at. My only question with Jalen Hurts is this. As, as fans, as coaches, how much time? How much time do we give him to see if he can do what is one of the key things that a quarterback is supposed to do in the NFL? Yeah, well, I think, look, Brett, I, yeah. I, think I can Thanks answer for the that. Call. He's going to get this season. Yeah, like I mean, he'll be what, in the what, NFL. What he should get? This year. I yeah, think that's what he should get. It, I think this will be potentially his like last chance to be a starting quarterback. Honestly, now, fair, that, unfair. Like I, I, I do think there's an argument to say he deserves more time, but he, he's not going to get it. And also, no offense, but I thought that was a very silly comparison. It's a false equivalency. Just get, like there, there are a million people you could say weren't didn't have a great arm or whatever as a quarterback that you can compare him to, or someone who's maybe not a good shooter in the NBA. But Ben Simmons is the one unique case of it's not that he that he couldn't shoot, it's that he wouldn't and didn't yeah. shoot. Like it's an asinine comparison. Well, so Jalen Hurts and Ben Simmons could not be more opposites in terms of mentality, in terms of the way they go about their business, in terms of the way they go about their work. They could not be on further sides of the spectrum. So, yeah, so I'm not comparing them uh, as people. I do think uh, an interesting kind of maybe comparison is with Simmons. It was always. Well, he does all these other things, so don't worry about the fact he doesn't do the most That's important thing. That's a good I think with Hurts, there's some of that in the way of it's, you know, he does all this stuff. You know, they can't throw the ball that well with him at quarterback. But, you know, so I think that's a little comparison. I didn't agree with the way he presented it, but I think that is an interesting Let's one. go to Ziggy and Lee. What up, Zig? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. What's up, Ziggy? Uh, yeah, so listen, um, as far as Hurts goes, you know, I really, I'm not really worried about him. He's gone through so much mentally in some of the biggest programs in the country as a kid. Uh, I, I, I'm not worried about his work ethic. I think the talent's there. What worries me is I'm sitting here watching NFL Network, and they're showing the Buffalo Bills having a full scrimmage. Now, granted, they're not tackling to the ground, but they are hitting each other. Yeah, they have pads so on today, yep. I'm worried about the overall team conditioning. That's what I'm really worried about. I'm not worried about Jalen. He's going to be fine. Don't worry about Jalen. Uh, I just wonder about their conditioning. Ziggy, and I think what that's you- a, I think it's a fair point. I know that you know, like I said before, I'm not I'm not fully on the like. Oh, they have to practice so much more side, but I do. I am a little. I think more than Elliot. Elliot's not really concerned at all about it. I'm no. a, I'm a little concerned about. Like I said before, the potential for for more penalties to start the season, for them to not look as tight and as crisp as they could. 
I agree, Ziggy, that I, I don't think – I think the NFL is moving in a direction where there's going to be more, you know, softer type stuff, for, for lack of a better word. But I, I am a little worried we might be going too far. Yeah, there's going to be more injury, really. Uh, you've got to get your body prepared for impact to some extent. Um, well, it showed last so, year it actually cut down on injury. They were one of the healthiest teams yeah, in the league. Yeah, it's one of those, and Ziggy, good call. It's one of those where it's kind of hard to, to – I think injuries are mostly luck, in my opinion, anyway. So I'm not going to sit here, but they were a healthier team last Let's year. Let's go to Central Jersey and talk to Alan. Hey, Alan, how you been, buddy? James, fine, thank you. Long time, no speak. Yeah, long, too long. Yeah, Elliot, too long, Mike. Elliot, it has been too long. And Elliot, nice yes. to meet you. Uh, so here's my quick you, point because you're on the clock. Um, so let me ask you, Elliot, you're out there. What is the difference in skill sets between the first team and the second team? Any particular position? Or level, you just mean the difference? Oh, okay. Um, I think he's asking about how, how good's the depth. How does the depth look? Um, yeah, so I, I think, depth. yeah. So I, I think on offense, it's it's noticeable. I, I think they're considerably de- uh, the they're they're not as deep on offense when you're talking about the backups. On the defense, I will say like they, they rotate their line in a lot. I thought Jordan Davis actually had a really good practice today, and he's running with the backups. Um, so I think on defense is a little less less noticeable, but on offense, I mean. There's a big difference between A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, and then Jalen Rager and, you know, John Hightower being out there. All right, so my point was going to be that is it so terrible that they put their number one back in with the second team? To, in essence, let's take our number one back and put it against that defense because the next man up scenario can happen in the first game. Yeah, I don't they think it's terrible. They just styles. didn't do it at all last styles. year. Yeah, I don't no, think it's terrible. But this, is, but this is the part where I'm thinking they're thinking ahead saying, okay, We've got Gainwell, we've got Scott, we've got we've got Sanders. We have different style of runners. We need to let see the whole team, at least right now, the different styles that A, they're gonna be playing against, and B, that the defense might be running, you know, playing defense against and runners. So if I'm trying to make my point succinctly, is that is that I think it's okay to have interchangeable parts during a practice session so that players get to see what other runners styles are and also That's that Miles Sanders yeah. gets to see what Again. style they're <laughs> I'm fine Alan, with that. Good, good call. That's an interesting thought, at least. Like, I, and I don't think that's what's happening. I think he's giving the Eagles coaching staff a little too much credit. That's like some fourth-dimensional stuff. Yeah. But I do think it's an interesting thought. Like, hey, all right, let's get these second-teamers to go up against the Miles Sanders as a, and v- different versions of running backs and get to see, you know, I, again, I am I'm okay thought. with it. I just think it's interesting they didn't do it at all last year. And I don't and think now that's what they're doing. It. I think he's he's giving them too much credit. But if they were doing that, that would make me think highly yeah, of and Look, I think it makes that. sense for uh, Gainwell and Scott to get reps with the first team. They're going to be playing with the first team. The that's weirder another, thing is Miles carrying point. the ball yeah. with the second team. All right. Um, last thing before we get out of here, and thank you to everyone who called in. We could not do the show without you. If we didn't get to you, I am so sorry. Uh, we'll get to you next week. I see you guys on the line. I see, you know, we will get to you. I know the names. I'm so sorry. But TK is coming up next. You want to stay on for Tom Kelly and yeah. talk to him because he's way more fun to talk to than we are. Last thing, and this is a I, – I couldn't have done a, a worse job. I think, I'm going to blame the traffic earlier. But, All right. But I and, – and I know Jack Fritz gets really mad when this happens, and he's right. You know, when you don't deliver on a tease. You know, mm. when, you, when you're going into a break and you say, this is coming up next. Oh, okay. I see where and you're you never get to it. Mea culpa. Bad you. job by me. It's Hand on up. me. Let's finish out. Elliot, I asked you about uh, 20 minutes ago, half an hour ago, or whatever. Uh, one player who's really stood out to you so far. Before we get out of here, give us that player. Um, well, today it was Jordan Davis. And I think it's especially noteworthy because the main thing with him is he's going to be able to get after the quarterback. And today, twice, I saw him Ooh. break through the pocket and uh, you know get, get close to, I believe it was Gardner Minshew once, and then uh, 
Jalen Hurts another time. So, look, if he can rush the passer, I mean, I'm already ready to put my hand up and say I was wrong about being against that pick. And I wasn't super against it, but I was just skeptical of the fact of drafting someone at 13 overall that you don't know if you can rush the passer. If he can rush the passer, he's going to be one of the most popular players on the team. I mean, in like we two talked years. about, and you know, I was more in on, I, I liked the pick on draft night, and I've liked it more and more since yeah. draft night, but I was in on draft night. You were a little more out, but you, the AJ Brown, kind of yeah. saved it for you. But that's the thing is one of the things we both agreed to on draft night is, you know, it could go one way or the other, but th- at least at 13, the Eagles got a guy who has a chance to be the best player in this draft, and well, that's what his ceiling is. Well, it's like Jason Kelsey said. He's 6'6", 340 pounds, and runs a 4'7". <laughs> he, he should be good at football, yeah. <laughs> All right, again, thank you to everyone who called in. We literally could not do the show without you. Thank you to Dave Breitmark, doing an amazing job on site as always. Moshe Kravitz crushing it back in the studio. And thanks to Glenn Mack now for, for doing a few extra minutes for us. We really appreciate that as we were stuck in traffic we'll be back at parks next week and of course check out our pods all week until then tom kelly's coming up next another edition of go birds radio and let me remind you one more time is today your lucky day you bet it is because the all-new bet parks app is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook it's the only casino and sportsbook app that we here at go birds recommend it's fun to use and faster to win than ever before check out at bet parks on twitter for special odds boosts and player specials on all your favorite sports. Join us right now on the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where you can bet all your favorite sports and play all your favorite casino games for real money. You can bet on everything and everything, baseball, individual player performances, who's going to hit a home run, football futures, football in seasons coming up. It's the best and uh, the app is, there's no better app to do it with. Download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at BetParks.com. It's the all-new BetParks app. Users can choose between a $20 casino bonus or a $20 free sports bet. The BetParks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and Casino, all in one amazing app. Plus, live in-game betting lets you bet while you watch.